Hi, welcome to This Is Your Book Club podcast. I'm Sarah. I'm Jamie. Welcome back. Hi. I almost said I'm Sarah. (laughs) Well, you would be a pretty Sarah. Well, thank you. I would be happy to share my name with you. Thanks. If we tricked people and I said I was Jamie and you were Sarah. Do you think they'd pick up on that our voices were different? That's a good question. We'll have to try it Hmm. one day. You'll just have to see if you're tricked. (laughs) Hey, (laughs) shout out to Idaho. Really? Oh my gosh. Like last month, zero listeners in Idaho. Okay, Idaho. Like we've had listeners from Idaho before, but for the month of January, we didn't have any, which is okay. We miss you. Right. But in the last two weeks, more than any other state. All right. Something happened in Idaho last week or the week before. I I don't know, the last couple weeks, but welcome, Idaho. So good to have you. Nice to have you back. Some of you and new friends. Absolutely. Yeah. So, so fun. more than Utah, California, and Pennsylvania, which those are usually our highest. So there Very you go. Cool. Little podcast update. Indeed. Keep sharing. Please. It's fun to see you pop up here and there. For sure. I love watching those trends. Me too. Cool. Um, today is our book club day. Hello. I book feel club. like February, which in my case, generally lasts a year. I know it's the shortest month. But it feels like the longest. Right? It's cold. It's dead. Yeah. It's kind it's of blah. You're just still doing like all this You're stuff. kind of over the winter excitement. Tired yep. of being cold. Yep. So tired of being cold. Yep. But there's still not like I agree. spring in sight. Right. February seems so long. But this year, or this, yeah, this year it felt faster. Did it to you? It felt like a normal month. Like that was a month. (laughs) Yeah. It's almost over. Yeah. So I'm feeling good about that. I'm going to say yay. Yay. And at this point, I start to see the light. Yes. Literally the warmth and light of springtime and summer. I can see it coming. So totally. (gasps) Hold on tight. I can't wait. Um, but before before we jump in to Reminders of Him, which is our February book pick, we need to announce March's book pick. Oh, ladies and gentlemen. We are incredibly excited. So, so excited. Because not only are we excited to have this our book club pick, but so excited that one of our favorite authors mm-hmm. has a book coming out because she hasn't had a book out since when was... Let's see. I'm looking it up. I'm looking it up. Since 2019. So it's been like four years. For her, that's a lot. Like, we've We've had, she has a lot of books. So our March book is Someone Else's Shoes by Miss Jojo Moyes. Whoop, whoop. I'm so excited. I love it. I know. So excited. Okay. I don't know if you guys have seen that this one has just come out. It's brand new. When was the release February 7th. Okay, brand new. So, and I, I've had it on hold since before it was available. Yeah. Yes. So I get it in a couple of weeks. I just got mine available. So hurry and jump on. Yeah. Put it on hold. Buy it. Whatever you do, you're gonna want to do along. it quickly. Yeah, because it's so popular. If you've never read a Jojo Moyes, you welcome are to in a for new a world. Yes. It's like if you haven't, I'm jealous. Because that means you're at you're the beginning. Binge. Yeah, and there's all these books there's waiting so for you. so many. 
And she's so good. <sighs> and some of her books have been turned into movies. At yes, least one. At least one. You're right. I wonder if more have. I have to do some research on Miss Jojo. That um, will be fun. Yes. But let me, in case you aren't familiar, let me read the synopsis for you. Okay. All right. Someone Let's else's shoes. A story of mix-ups, mess-ups, and making the most of second chances. This is the new novel from number one New York Times bestselling author Jojo Moise, author of Me Before You and The Giver of Stars. Who are you when you are forced to walk in someone else's shoes? Nisha Cantor lives the globe-trotting life of the seriously wealthy until her husband announces a divorce and cuts her off. Nisha is determined to hang on to her glamorous life, but in the meantime, she must scramble to cope. She doesn't even have the shoes she was until a moment ago standing in. That's because Sam Kemp, in the bleakest point of her life, has accidentally taken Nisha's gym bag. But Sam hardly has time to worry about a lost gym bag. She's struggling to keep herself and her family afloat. When she tries on Nisha's six-inch-high Christian Louis Vuitton red crocodile shoes, the resulting jolt of confidence that makes her realize something must change. And that thing is herself. Full of Jojo Moise's signature humor, brilliant storytelling, and warmth, Someone Else's Shoes is a story about how just one little thing can suddenly change everything. I am so excited. I can't wait. so excited. Can't wait. Can't wait. It's going to be awesome. (sighs) It's going to be so good. And then we get to talk about it. And then we'll talk about it. And talk about it. I was so excited. Yay. I'm excited too. But this week, today. Yes. Book club. Spoiler alert. Spoiler, spoiler. Right now. If you don't want to hear it, shut it off and come back. We are talking reminders of him. Colleen Hoover. So I went back and listened to the interview. It is Colleen and I just had my Utah ears on. So I shut them off and it's Colleen and I actually have to stop and think about it because I'm so used to saying Colleen when I see Well, because that's, that's Colleen. the pronunciation here in Utah. Yeah, which is so weird. It We're, is weird. I get it. I don't get it. But um, Colleen Hoover, reminders of him. Sarah, okay. let's talk. Okay. So tell me first, I mean, just I guess a quick thing. We've got Kenna, who's just gotten out of jail. Yes. Which was like a little... Sad that our main character has been in jail. Yeah. For something we don't know about. Right. Um, she's served four years and she has nothing. She comes out with nothing. No. She doesn't really have family right? that would help her out or support her. She doesn't. She's have all any ties. alone. She is alone. She is in a new town and we're not really sure what she's doing. We, you know, everything is a little vague mm-hmm. until we realize she's trying to see her daughter. Yeah. Now, tell me if you if this is how you constructed it, because sometimes I read things and I interpret my own way. Sure. When she got out of prison, she wasn't immediately in this town. She no. was somewhere else and she worked for a bit and saved money. It was like money. a halfway house, wasn't it? That's right. And she had a job and she worked and then she had all that money was spent on moving to this town she had to be able to see her daughter. very little bit left. So it yeah. sounded like I got the impression that she was really down to a few 
small amount of dollars after she paid her rent, first and last month's rent for her right, lousy to be there. Yeah. house apartment. The lousy apartment. I would love to see this made into a movie. Yes, this would make a very good good movie. movie? This is this is Disney. So she meets Ledger. These are this is where I started to have a few problems. Okay, okay. This is early on. It was early on. My (laughs) problems came out quick. Quick. Okay. They resolved, and I did like the book, but there was initial red flags. I agree. The first one was. Why are you making out with the stranger? Day one. Why? Jump on his lap. Like, Is she that, just sits no, yeah, on his lap. Yeah, she did. She was, like, trying to... Yeah. She really wanted to do that. She wanted to sleep with him. And she didn't even know who he was yet. And yet she's in a town where she regularly says, Everyone in this know here. town knows... Who I am. Who she is. Or, like, be connected to this... Right. Person that she loved, right? And so why would you do that? Right. Why is this a good idea? Let's say not everyone knows you. Why is this a good idea? If your number one goal is to reconnect with your daughter, why are you doing that? Right. It didn't make any sense. Do you really find yourself in a bar the first day in town when you're there to find your daughter? Now Do you that, think that would be She said it used to be a library. Oh, Did that's you catch right. that? That's right. They turned the library into, into a, a bar. bar. So I kind of Especially could see, because of why she was in prison? Right? A bar. Right. Like once she realized it was a bar. Darn it. I'm going to go to the coffee shop. Yes. Because what she really wanted was coffee. It was coffee. Go get coffee, girl. Is the town so small there wasn't a coffee shop? That's There's only ridiculous. a bar? Okay, so that's the first one. Also. Okay. Why? I? She says that her reason for doing that was like she wanted to say no. So she couldn't say no to the wine because he like, she ordered wine, but then uh-huh. she wasn't drinking it. Right. And so he took it and dumped it. And then she was mad because it she took away her. She didn't get to tell her, him no, no. Or tell the drink. No. No. I'm not drinking And so you. she wanted, he was attractive and it was something she wanted. So she needed to tell him no. No. Actually, you right. don't need to do that. There's a lot of things that you could say no to, to feel in control. It doesn't like, need to involve no another to human. Yeah. In all ways. Like, I'm not, I'm even not giving gonna you talk my number. You. I'm not going to sit down next to you or climb on your lap. I can say no to something Why else. do we have to go way far down the line mm-hmm. and say no? Right. Okay, so I think we've already jumped into my question throughout this book. And I want to start a new thing on our podcast based yes. off of this. Okay. Because this question kept coming up in my head, and I wanted to ask you this question while I was reading. Who did you want to punch in the face? And at what point did you want to punch them in the face? That is a so, really so good far, question. I wanted to punch Kenna in that moment. Kenna in the face, in the bar, right from the very beginning. Yep. Okay. My first time I thought the question, because that was kind of like, uh, but she's just been out. She's had no human touch. She's, hmm. and she talks about that, like the desire for humans to be held. Okay. Yeah. I can maybe give but you that a beyond, letter. Don't you think? I do. But- it Maybe I didn't, don't know. My punch in the face came when she just shows up at her daughter's house. Like, I'm just going to knock on the door. How come she hasn't, like, written them a letter? Why have you not Or tried called? to call them? Even before you moved there. Yeah. Call and see. Like, is it possible that we could meet? 
Yeah. You don't have to tell her I'm her mom. Like, have a conversation, write a letter, make a phone call. You're going to spend all your money yeah. to move to this town. Totally. On the I thought that was small, crazy. tiny little chance they're going to let you see your daughter. After never, ever communicating with right. you. Has she been, has she tried writing them? We talk, we talk a yeah. lot about like what they didn't do, right? They, right. the ball was in their court. She gave them her child. And she was appreciative and so grateful they were able to take her. I like Kenna. Sending some little thoughts, but like, a little card. You didn't, and oh. she talks a lot about like kind of the psychosis that mm-hmm. she was in the midst of during her trial and whatnot and the guilt right. that she felt. And yet in, in the, aftermath when things cleared up and you are clearly processing as she writes letters to scotty her boyfriend right right, which i love that i loved that she didn't try to like connect with his parents and her daughter i would want to write letters to my daughter right like i want you to know me exactly she wants that but she feels like she has to here and she's uh, yeah so that's when it came like you don't just jump up and spend. That just wasn't smart. It was weird. It wasn't. And a she smart had choice. people that she, you know, talked to in jail and in. I'm sure the halfway house. Like you are, you. I'm sure yeah. you confide in other people. You're very close right. proximity, and she had at least the one friend in the library. Like, wh- where was the advice? This is my number one hang up with the whole book. I liked the book. I loved the characters. They felt like real humans to yeah. me. One hundred percent. That is Colleen's gift. Yes. Is making me feel like I am getting, uh, I'm watching in a window at real people. And I'm having such a reaction because it feels so real. Absolutely. And that's the punch in the face reaction. Yes. Because. But I kept thinking like when, when you kind of get the whole story at the end and, and all the truths come out and she shares with Ledger Mm -hmm. her experience on that awful night of the tragedy. And everything that went wrong, right? Mm-hmm. Like time, thing after thing after thing just didn't work until she was in like the worst case scenario right? is what happened to her. And I thought like there was no one advocating for her. No. She has no family. Fine. She's not the only one in the world who doesn't have family. There's got to be someone who was like, her lawyer Let me help you kind this. of was like, if you plead guilty, then I will get you out. Like, I'll get you off because you were not in your right mind. I can right. show that. Yeah. But when, because she says no, it's over. He didn't keep Even, fighting yeah, for her. She just pleads guilty. And that's it. Okay. Hands in so the bad. air. Yeah. Like, he didn't try to express what was happening to the prosecutors he didn't help like someone in this whole big thing like aren't there all kinds of people involved in these kinds of court cases not just one person not your lawyer only right like the police tried to interview her they had to have known that she was like off her rocker in grief and crazy i mean can we not have any kind of empathy and i think i think on that side is this is a small town and they've lost one of their own. So she's immediately going to be demonized in this. Well, yeah, I get And so they weren't to even a, a degree, but it was insane. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. It was it insane. Was so sad. It was so it was sad, sad for her. The like, guilt you'd live with. I understand that he sounded like such a great human. Like a really kind, big-hearted person. Yeah. 
and good for him. Like, that's a legacy that mm-hmm. lucky for him he could leave behind. And he was still a human. Mm-hmm. Like, they were at that party together. They both made decisions. Did he not get a talk screening done on him right. after he passed? Because they right. usually, if they did a do- an autopsy and knew, you know. Right. That would be a part of it. He, it was obvious. They were all at the party. Yeah. All the other people that were friends, dear friends, town friends, made those same choices. Yeah. It just drives me nuts. Right. I was really frustrated that that if that is a real way of that things go, we got to do better. Right. Nobody like we don't win. Two people who had been drinking drove away, and nobody said, "Hey, let's take your keys." Right. Right. And I know it probably happens. I know it happens all it the time. It happens all the time. But yes, let's open our eyes, watch for each other. Yeah, we can do better. Because we can prevent this. Like all along the way. Yeah. All along the way. Yeah. It kind of frustrated me. Yeah, I can see that. And then I got over it because, you know, it had to be bad somehow. I w- let's go back. I want to say I finished this so fast. Yeah. When I, I, got, when I started it, it I had a hard time stopping it. And I will so say this. It moved this book moved quickly it totally did i think one thing that i loved i loved everyone's love for dm yes i did not love dm's name no it was a weird name <laughs> it was so weird i hated every time they said it i DM. kept trying and i'm like i, I need to go thinking, look up well because it's carpe, carpe diem, diem right yeah. i think it was that but i'm like what does it mean carpe because she said like, it was like it was live for- she meant it like right, the meaning like of it Carpadium. was special. Um, so look that up. I I loved how Kenna loved her, like was willing to sacrifice her own motherhood in the yeah. best interest of DM. She was still like going to try for it. Right. But she ultimately wanted what was best for her. For her. So it says um, the phrase Carpe Diem taken from Roman poet... Horace, Horace's Odes, that written over 2,000 years ago, um, is Seize the Day. Carpe Diem. Seize the Day. Okay. I don't know that that makes me love the name. No. Changes my thought on the name. No, I didn't love DM. it. DM. I don't like it. Um, but I like that the family kept it DM because maybe mm-hmm. he had... I, w- I felt that so sad that they didn't even know that he didn't know she was pregnant like they know so little yeah and i those are big things like they kept the name because they didn't know that maybe if he had picked the name out with her kenna wouldn't you want to know those things but you should maybe have like but she, have they some can't even you talk go, to her go talk go have some conversations they're hard this is hard yeah i get it but you have to answer some of those questions so you can lay them to rest I just kept thinking, like, they want, they love her DM so much because of him, right? It's a part mm-hmm. of Scotty. Right. And yet they won't, a part of Scotty was Kenna. Was Kenna. I loved when Ledger was saying, I think Scotty would be really mad at us yeah. right now. Like, what took what him so long to realize yes. that? It's been years. Right. And I, I think that showed a really... A really good, like, yeah. Why had they never thought? Like, they were just so much in their hate for her. Her blaming of her taking him away. Mm-hmm. That that And I mind. will be honest. Like, it was 
gut-wrenching to hear that he wasn't dead. Yes. I mean, I was right there with, what's the parent's name? Grace and Patrick. I was right there with him going like, if I like knew my child was alive and the person that was with them left them there. Of course you would be making That was pretty brutal to read about. You could have gotten help and he could still be here. And she just had gone into pure she shock. She was in shock. Which I kind of understand. And kind of, that's a hard one to empathize with. When you so haven't experienced it. shock, yes. you don't know how you'd react or understand how somebody else would react in and this honestly, situation. And for Kenna, she had no one but Scotty. Right. Her right. life ended. It just ended. In that and moment. It was her fault it ended. Like, yeah. The, the amount of heaviness that just landed on her. And she's been in an accident, traumatic brain injury. Like it could have been a number of things. She's got alcohol in her as well. And there was a lot I mean, it of hard that in that situation. A lot of really bad things happened mm-hmm. in that night. And she pays the price for it. She absolutely pays I the price. I do think though that another good point of this story was Yes, people make mistakes and people do bad things that you wish they didn't do. You wish people made better choices. But when they've gone to prison and finished their sentence, Mm -hmm. they are forgiven, right? We have to allow we have to give them a second chance. Mm -hmm. And I even think that's hard. Like, I would look at that and have a hard time going. Hard time trusting that person. Are you never going to do that again? What is the risk of a repeat offender? And I think that differs in what the offense is. The situation is. is. And I mean, and I don't expect the way that it ended where everything was great and like she's welcome in their home and like automatic forgiveness like was pretty fast, right? Right. Um, Went from black to white, like... In a couple, in overnight. Yeah. Literally overnight. Literally. And that felt a little bit extreme, but wonderful. I'm so happy for them. And I think that's where it gets really tricky because sometimes someone can hurt us and we can forgive and, but not necessarily need to interact with them anymore. And that's true. It doesn't mean, forgiveness doesn't mean you're still friends and can Spending go back to how things and, were yeah. before. Uh-huh. No, you can forgive someone, but they're no longer in your life. Yeah. And that's still forgiveness. Yes. It's what you carry in your heart towards the person. And so the I do situation. think that makes things trickier because now we're talking about a child mm-hmm. who wants both right. of you in their life. And yeah. how do you navigate that with without so much pain? Right. And and that's the ultimate forgiveness right there is if you can. If you can do that. Find a way to yeah. love them. Right, yeah. not just forgive them. What did you think when Kenna came and met DM? It shocked me that they hadn't prepped DM that her mom was coming to the house. There yeah. was like no previous conversation with her, like, hey, so. Yeah, that should have. Well, have it a mom. did feel very strange, right? Because they yeah. kind of shifted the control. Like, you get to make the decision. Now so you're, you tell her who you are. And you're you DM's tell her. mother, so yeah. we wanted you to do it. We didn't know what you'd want us to do. What? what? Yeah. But you're her caregivers. You decide. She doesn't you know, know DM. She doesn't yeah. know how to parent. Exactly. I was like, I didn't eh, love there that. There should have been some prep. Yeah, I for agree. DM. 
She's four, almost and like, five. All of a sudden, she's she sitting in the treehouse, and she can say to her, "Like, I'm your mom." Yeah, and it was just like I think this is the right time to say that. I can't imagine the crippling like yeah. fear that you're going to mess it up. Like it didn't stop her at all. Like she's just fine now. She's her mom. I'm your mom. My car's big and enough. And Ledger is my boyfriend. That's not and, weird. And uh, yeah, like. No, this is a lot of information for a child. And I know we say all the time that children are... Um, resilient. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Children are resilient. Mm-hmm. Guess what? They can they can appear resilient, but I'm telling you, it's down in there somewhere and it's going to come out sometime. The confusion and... Yes. You know. How did you feel about their decisions to like leave DM with grandma and grandpa while... And then sell the cool magical house on 10 acres and live across the street. I really thought that they would move into the magical house with With DM. DM. Because this, so I get it. I get that DM's comfortable in her own house with her grandparents. That's all she's known. People move all the time. Exactly. Especially the fact that they've had another, they're having another child. Like her parent grandparents are getting old now. Yeah. Like you don't take care of kids anymore. Right. Be the grandparent. You You'd should be get allowed to be the grandparent. To be now. the grandparent. And you get to be the mom and she gets a family with a mom and a dad. And a sibling. And a sibling and She's a grandma gonna and a live grandpa. In a different house than her sibling. Right. So what's that say? The sibling is more important? They get to live with mom. Yeah. Why don't I get to live with mom? I'm sorry, but that idea of, like, not changing forever, I understand for a beat. Like, we're going to transition and have a few nights here and a few nights here. Exactly. And we're going to live close for a minute. Stay across the street for For a couple years. For a while. Yeah. While it's getting, you're getting used to the new roles where she can still run back and forth to grandma's house and your house. Absolutely. But That other house was being built with DM in mind. Yeah. Like... Why couldn't that continue? I didn't like that. I didn't like that either. I mean, I she's like, I have Sunday dinner. We have Sunday dinner together every Sunday. I thought, how is that realistic? Yeah. That's unrealistic. I mean, it's just not real. <laughs> like having a happy family isn't we have Sunday dinner. Right. Yeah, it's good to have Sunday dinner. That's time. That's you are making a commitment to regularly, not just occasionally, be involved. But that doesn't make... Um, that doesn't mean that everything is, everyone's on the same page. Everybody feels great. Yeah. I didn't love it. No. I mean, I love that everybody was working together. I agree. I love that everyone was trying to do what was best for the child. For the child. Absolutely. I just don't think that was best. (laughs) Right. I think it should have been a transition. There needed to be. I am your mom. I'm your mom. And you not live with your mom. There's no reason that I can't care for you. Right. Safely. And lovingly. Right. There's not. Nope. Because I care for you. And I care for your grandparents. I don't want them not in your life. Yeah. I am so grateful for them in your life. Absolutely. We're going to yes. work to keep them in your life. Yes. It doesn't mean they. the only way they can be in your life is if they're your main caregivers. Right. That was so weird to I me. I thought that was really weird too. I mean, maybe now that I'm talking it out loud... Maybe it had something to do with them never being able to have children. And that was like a gift. Like, here, you can raise another kid. A replacement child for their son. I don't like son. that either yeah. now that I say that. I don't even like that. It, it shouldn't. No child can be a replacement. And I get that. But they are aging. Like. Yeah. 
They should get to be the grandparent that and doesn't have to do have, bath time. And they should be retired people. Do, yeah. Yeah. Nor should you. No. I agree. That's the other part. It's because, like, the dinner, when she was over and met DM or whatever. Yeah. For the first time, they're, like, turning all parental decisions over to Kenna. But then the decision is, like, you raise still live her. Here. But I'm still making all of her decisions because I'm her mother. But, like, you're housing her and feeding her. That's awful. Right. And they live right across the street. So I'm sure she's spending a lot of time at Kenna's house as well. Yeah. But her bedroom is still over there. Yeah. I think she, the natural evolution of this would be that DM wants to move in with her mom. Yeah. And at that point, yes, she should. Yeah. But that's what would happen naturally. I would I want so. to live with you and Ledger. Mm-hmm. She adores Ledger. She, he's her dad. Yeah. He's the only man that age and that right. way that has been in her life. Takes her to softball. I loved how involved he was. And I loved, let's just talk about DM in and of herself, her creativity (laughs) and her quirkiness and constant. Now I want to fence. I want to play. I want to learn swords. (laughs) I just, I loved, I, the character was written really well. Yes. And I could totally see like the child she is in my head. So much. And I loved, I loved that. She was a sweetheart. I loved that she was a little bit of everything. And very open, which I think is true to that age. Like, Mm -hmm. open to new discoveries. Like, oh, you're my mom. Like, that isn't shell-shocking yet. It's, But it's she's also old enough to understand it. Yeah. Yeah. Where have you been? I didn't have a big enough car. Yeah. And now I have no car at all, but I decided just to hurry back. Yeah. It didn't matter. What? All of a sudden. All of a sudden. You are important. I'm just here and I don't even have a car. That's a, I mean, that's yeah. a lot of conversation for another day. Maybe that's yeah. what we say. Right. This is a lot of conversations over a long mm-hmm. time of what happened. And maybe Because we have does counselors. she even know where her dad is? It seems like they've does not. She ne- have they talked to her that he's about him. died? And right. how and what? And she might be. I mean, these are conversations maybe over time, but I'm sure she's been like, where's my dad? Who's my dad? Yeah. Why don't I have a mom? Yeah. Any, any. It's very strange. Anyway. Because one answer would lead to another question. Right. Like, oh, your your dad died. Yeah. Well, how did my dad die? Like, my I have a five-year-old. And she understands how babies are made. Oh, yeah. She's known for a long, long time that babies grow in bellies. Mm-hmm. Like, that's not a new discovery for her. So who, yeah. So DM she should have been like, wait. pregnant people. Has she I, never seen a right. pregnant person? No, you live in a world where people have babies. I was in someone's tummy at some time. Yeah. Where are they? Where? Who, yeah. Was I, I, wouldn't your natural thought be like, was I in Grammy's tummy? Yeah. Right? Absolutely it would be. And you, she'd have to say no. Well, then whose tummy was I in? Right. Where'd I come from? Yeah. Anyway. I think that would be a very natural questions. thing. Any- Which is so interesting because I really did have all these thoughts while simultaneously loving, loving the it. story. Yes. <laughs> I don't and know I how kept to say like it. almost like I'm embarrassed that I love this so much. <laughs> because I it- will say I maybe fast forwarded the sex scenes <laughs> because I just don't care yeah. enough to like hear the details. Right. Um, but I, the beauty of listening, right, is I can go 30 seconds and be yeah. like, oh, 
Yeah, you're still yep, going. You're still going. Right. Or, yeah. oh, good, it's, they're done now. They're done. Because I don't, that to me didn't add or take away from the story. I mean, it gave me a sense of like yes. where their relationship was at. Like, oh, they're doing this level of uh-huh. intimacy. Um, but other than that, it was, to right. me, the story still was impactful because of their relationships. Yes. I think it hits. And I think maybe this is why she has such a big following. It hits on so many different levels. You definitely get that romance, mm-hmm. but it's not like a Regency romance because right. it's a modern fictional story with characters and dilemmas, like yeah. real life issues. You see both sides of the characters. Like I went back and forth with Ledger so many times, like me too. I could see everybody's side yes. of give Ken a chance. Absolutely not. If you know, give her, she's been in prison. That's a bad influence on my child. I could see all the perspectives. Yep. So not only do we have the romance aspect, which people love. Yep. I'll take a bit of it. It was a little excessive, but um, you've got dilemma. You've got lovable characters. You've got a realistic setting. Mm-hmm. It's, and there's some unrealistic parts that throws it back into the romance side of it, I think. Sure. Um, like zero to But I just 100. think it hits on a lot of different levels, which is why people love her. I agree. Love her books. I agree. And the fact that she can write them and print them right. and deliver them at such a rate. And the range of emotions you felt. All the emotions. While you're reading this book. To the point I wanted to punch people in the face. Absolutely. Hatred. I think everyone needed a punch. adore that child, the romance. Like, it just hit your emotions everywhere. I agree. And I I do like your question. I think we need to lead with it. Well, we need to ask that question each book if it comes up. Is there anyone anyone you want to punch punch in the face? face? Because I think in this particular story, every single person needed a punch in the face. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Absolutely. When Patrick, Scotty's dad, yeah. punched Ledger for real for in the real book. For real in the face. <laughs> how did you feel about that? Like, did you, were you like, what in the heck? Or were you like, oh, you had that coming, Ledger? I think he had it coming. Yeah. He was totally going behind their back. Why do they think that they're going to be able to orchestrate this perfect scenario where we share what's happening, like, in the most opportune moment? It never works out that way. No. It never does. It's always going to bite you in the butt. You Just be knew, honest from the beginning. Yeah. You knew and you needed, you lost your chance to say something on your ground. And the hurt and betrayal for Patrick and Grace. I, I could totally not even imagine. It. Yeah. I mean, I not totally that they were justified in their hatred for Kenna. No. I don't think they were. They needed to. They needed to see the other side. Yeah. And they should never have had that thrown in their face. Exactly. I think both. Because he did lie to them. They were saying, have you seen her? Have you? Yeah. And, you know, he had been totally They had been like, sharing very personal feelings about Kenna to him uh-huh. while he... While he is sharing very personal feelings with Kenna. Yeah. Like, that's hard. Like, that's a yeah. betrayal. Like, if you're going to allow someone to share their personal feelings with you, they better know who they're sharing with. Right. Right? Like, that wasn't fair anymore. anymore. Yeah. You broke it. Yeah. Like, he could have stopped right there and been like, hey, before, you know, you know where it's going. 
You've had these conversations before. Be like, hey, you should know. Like, Kenna's working at this place. She comes into the bar occasionally. Like, you don't even have to go all into the details of what you're doing. I've met her. I've been seeing her. Or I've had conversations. I've learned. Like, wouldn't you have prepped so that they didn't run into her at the grocery store with DM? Seriously. Like, hey, she's working here. She's in town. And I felt like that. And for the protection of DM. Yeah. Well, like, when they said... When they gave put a restraining order against mm-hmm. Kenna, and they said because that store experience was so scary, which it was traumatizing. That was crazy. Traumatizing for DM especially, and nobody even but talked about like, her effect of it. Absolutely. Like, she wasn't concerned about why she was being shoved in a car and driven right. off recklessly. Was, and who was that lady running towards us? Like, there was no... Come back around to how did what, she what feel did about DMC it? in that situation? And I just feel like Ledger made that so stressful. He was like, "Get in your car, go, go!" Like yeah. he was being a weirdo. You could have just said, "Hey, this is my friend," and left it at right? that, and not made it waved at Kenna. Like they yeah. never would have. Anyway, yeah. I thought that was bizarro. I was like, "You are the one saying what they put up a they gave a restraining order against you. That's that's too far." But you caused that. Like, you yeah. caused the crazy feeling in yep. that moment. Absolutely. And you gave them no warning. You yeah. knew where she went. So many mistakes he made. And yep. he rectified them yeah. by, you know, figuring out a way to ease their pain a little bit and help them see another point of view. That was because of Ledger. Yeah. Gosh, it was tough. I agree. It was good. good. I was glad it ended the way it did. I... I thought she's going to leave. It's going to be years down the road. And this poor girl's not going to have her know her mom. Right. I feel like when you don't know, even if mom is bad. Yeah. When you, when there's a hole there, there's You're a hole You're always in questioning you. and yeah. wondering why. And the blame is going to go somewhere. Yeah. And. That you don't have that, that the blame for not having over. the information. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. So better to be honest and Eventually open. she's going to have a phone with the internet. And she's going to find all the things. And then there's hurt that you knew and did never tell her. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, let's, let's be honest. What did you, let's always try let's and be, always honest. be honest. Okay. What did you give it? What did you rate it? I gave it three stars. I gave it four. Ooh. I gave it four stars. I liked it as much as I was. I think that's why I gave it four stars because I just thought and thought and thought about it. I felt all the feelings. Right. And I think. I want 10 stars, to yeah. tell you the truth, a rating of 10 stars, because mm-hmm. did it deserve more than three? Yes. But I kind of, it was a book for what it was, like a good romance storytelling. Was this deep literature or a, like, I, I don't know, I kind of reserved those five stars for very impactful novels. Yes. And this was an enjoyable novel. Yes, that absolutely. let me see points of view, but... Not as impactful as some. So I do think more than three, but not quite four. But if it had like a one out of 10 rating, yep. a seven or eight means I think tells more. There's, yeah, yeah. No, let's I move like to that the idea. 10 star rating. I think that's not a bad idea, actually. <laughs> Goodreads, call me. We'll talk it out. Let's talk. Because there's just so many different kinds of books for Agreed. only five stars. Because I, I did. Ultimately, I enjoyed it. I got through it really, really quickly. Mm-hmm. And... It was a great book. I agree. I recommend. Me too. Definitely. Especially Colleen Hoover fans. 
Um, she is who she like. If you know her, you know what she write. You will right. love it. You would love it. Absolutely, it is what it is, and it's a great story. Yep. Be expected to be entertained for, and whatever, however long it takes to read it. Yep. Well done. Awesome. Beautiful. I'm so excited. If you read it, if you've been reading along with us. We would love to hear from you. When did you want to punch someone in the face? If you did, maybe you didn't have that reaction. We want to hear. Please do. Find us on Instagram or Facebook. You can email us at thisisyourbookclubpodcast at gmail.com. Please rate, subscribe, or share with your friends. Thank you to Amphibious Zoo for our music. And we'll see you next time. I'm Sarah. And I'm Jamie. And, and this, this is, is your book club. Your book club.